You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. What's up? What's up? What's up, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the This Detroit Life podcast. I'm your host, Mike. This is We're actually on episode number 11, and we are showing no signs of slowing down, which is pretty exciting for me. Uh, something I, I, you know, I didn't expect it to kind of take off and, and find its legs just so quickly, but it's, it is. We're finding, we're getting listeners. I, I'm getting uh, subscriptions. I'm getting, like, like things are, are kind of falling into place, right? And, and it's probably less about me and more about, number one, the team that I have supporting me. What's up, Producer Paul? How's it going? Wonderful, man. How's everything going? Pretty all right. Pretty all right. Okay, we're going to dive into that one in a little bit. Uh, but also, uh, you know, not just the team that's around me, but also the guests that we've been having come in and uh, and chit-chat and, you know, just getting to learn a little bit more about them, the projects they're working on, some of the things that are going on in the city on a micro level instead of the macro. That was kind of the whole idea behind This Detroit Life was, you know, let's highlight some of the micro actors, micro events versus these large, huge events that are going on. And it's just kind of built out, built out from there. So if you have a chance, man, I would just super, super appreciate That sounds ridiculous. <laughs> it would be really great if you guys could go check out the website. Uh, if you're looking for like a Christmas gift or just a gift for yourself, we've got t-shirts, hats, coffee mugs, uh, backpacks, tote bags, sweatshirts, everything. I mean, they're great stocking stuffers and your purchase there directly funds this podcast. Uh, it, it funds the ideas that we're trying to build around it. And I mean, we've got things in the works, so it's just, so, we, you know, you need to, we need a little more money coming in. So uh, <laughs> I'm not, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to shy away from asking. So please go to the website, check it out uh, and, and buy something. If you have not already, if you have already say what's up, I'll be glad to feature, feature you on the website, Instagram, whatever it is, if you're looking for an advertisement, please, you can, we've got two great ads, uh, ad spaces on the website. If you want to sponsor the podcast, we can do a brought to you by, we can do a 30 second ad read, really anything that you want to work in. Like let's, let's make it work. We can do a, a whole, a whole conglomerate of Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, the, everything. So we, I mean, we've got listeners, we've got it. I'll be happy to send you the analytics now, bleh, get that shit out of the way. Right. Joining me in studio today, uh, is an individual who, whom I have not yet really had a chance. We just met a little bit ago, yeah. but but we've been chit-chatting over the last since since this started. Um, the guest today is, is a gentleman that goes by the name of Dave Phillips. <laughs> that would be me. What's up, Dave? Now that I, I think it's appropriate that I'm on episode Oz goes to eleven. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said. He goes, just ask me anything about the eighties. We've got some younger listeners too, so they probably won't get they, well, they, they never won't get do. it. But that's all right. Uh, yeah. So Dave is uh, really a Renaissance man, right? So. <laughs> He he's big the, fluffy collars, big yeah, powdered yeah. wigs, yeah, powdered wig, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, which are you know another nineties was when yeah. did you ever see Danny DeVito? That oh movie? god, yeah, love yeah. it. So before we get into, into this hodgepodge of of a great discussion, uh, Dave runs the It and the D podcast. Mm -hmm. He runs Podcast Detroit. Mm -hmm. So technically, he is Paul's boss. <laughs> Truth. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, my monthly rent payment goes to him. So yeah, basically, uh, yeah. you're looking good, man. It's it's all an act. 
it's, yeah. it's all this is all fueled by Red Bull um, and adrenaline. Yeah, and, sure, and man. Spite. Sure, sure. It's usually in spite. And I, and I uh, <laughs> when Paul and I were talking, I was like, "Yeah, oh, that's Dave. Yeah, we're gonna have him in." And I go, uh, "You you know, he reminds me of uh, who did I say he reminds me of? Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. <laughs> Just right. Like I had said hi to you, and I was like, "Yeah, that's guys. Am, am I wrong? Which is hilarious because I've actually known Kevin since '99. Get out of here. Um, when the uh, when they opened Jay and Silent Bob Secret Stash, sure. I built the website for it. No shit. Um, all of my family is in well, not all, but the vast majority of my family is in Red Bank, New Jersey. Oh my goodness. Um, and so my you know my cousin was you know worked for him at one point, and it was yeah. But yeah, long story short, um, that's that's why. Mike and Ming um, are with us, you know, from Comic Book Men uh, that they sure. did with him. That's why they're with us. We've known them forever. Uh, so, yeah. So what uh, – I guess, I don't know, man. What's your favorite Kevin Smith movie then? Uh, God, what's your, who's your favorite kid? Um, the one uh, that brings in the most money right. as far as I'm yeah, concerned. Right. There it is. The one that gets that pro athlete contract. Uh, no, I honestly uh, – <laughs> Different different ones for different reasons. Sure. I mean, Chasing Amy uh, is the one that by default that's I usually dark, go to. That's the dark horse of them too. Um, that's that's the one uh, just because uh, like right right around that movie is is when they did Vulgarthon, uh, and I got to meet everybody that was associated with that. Um, and it's it's just one of those. I, I just I I love the tagline. It's it's not it's not who you love but how. Sure. Um, and it's just it's such a great movie. Uh, you know, somebody like you know so many great lines, so many great everything. Um, Mallrats. Uh, God, that's the, probably mine. The man. DVD release, not the theatrical release. Let's be clear. Is there a difference? Oh yeah, the theatrical release. Well, I'm only 34. Sucked. I'm only 34. Yeah. So I grew up like I rented Mallrats yeah. at Blockbuster. So right? you, you you got the the yeah you got you got the version that Kevin wanted to make it in the okay. Well, I've got it on DVD now. Yep. So and then uh, you know yeah, Clerks, Clerks, just because I mean it it was awesome. Seeing somebody do that. I mean, that wasn't a thing back then. Correct. Where, you know, somebody just went out and maxed out their credit cards. Many know, to, of them. To, yeah. yeah, to build this movie. And it was just, and great. And like I said, you know, families in Red Bank. So, like, I recognized damn near everything that was there. I think that goes with, with like, okay, it's not like a great production. Like, it's not over the top. Nope. It's, it's, it's purely on the writing. Yep. Do you know what I mean? And and I think that it's all about the characters. It is, and it was so authentic. Yep. Especially at the time, it hadn't been done before. It yeah. hadn't, you know, uh, that that really kind of shows through. It. If you're doing what you love and you're putting your heart mm-hmm. and soul into it, somebody's going to connect with it. It might not be yeah. right away, and I because I don't think it did like nope. phenomenal right away. But it, as it went on, it found its legs. It found its mm-hmm. audience. Much like a lot of the Kevin Smith well, movies. When, uh, like, yeah, and it was honestly when uh, Mallrats got the deal uh, and came out, that's when people really started going back and watching Clerks. When sh- when Jaws jumps out of the water, man. <laughs> that's be cool. Every woman wants when the when Jaws jumps out of the water. That's one of our favorite drops that we have. If you ever listen to our show. Um, Once in a while, I'll the catch first, it. The first four minutes is basically us drunk with 80 celebrities, um, D-list or otherwise. Uh, and my favorite is, or one of my favorites is Jeremy London uh, going, I just want to know how I got went from hot, flirty, and sex with Brandy Spenning <laughs> to the IT and the D show. Yeah, like, what's sure. wrong with me? It was great. So he was on your, he was on, yeah. so, have you ever seen the movie out cold sounds familiar so okay okay so jeremy london it's actually his brother jason london okay okay they're twins yeah. but it was like a uh a modern knockoff of casablanca okay set, that's yep set in a snowboard town was yep. that a uh, galifianakis zach galifianakis yep. yep one of his first ones uh i don't know there's a bunch of people that you that you'd recognize in it but i say that yep. to say man it like that 
I love that movie. So Jeremy and Jason London, who, yeah. who was, uh, I mean, sure, we'll talk movies. Like we got, uh, <laughs> uh, was it Jeremy or Jason that was in Days to Confuse? That was Jeremy. Yep. Okay. Also one of my favorite movies. And also with Joey Lauren Adams. Yep. Oh, another Chase uh, Amy. Dude, ben Affleck, another one, Kevin Smith. Holy yeah. shit. So Joey Lauren Adams, uh, one of the only times in my life I have ever literally been speechless. You met her? Um, yeah. Smoke. Uh, well, it was funny. So I met her uh, back in 99 when oh, we did the Stash Bash Also thing. the star of Biodome before we go too far. Oh, yeah, oh absolutely. <laughs> um, and so the, the funny thing was is, you know, when uh, she was at Comic-Con uh, here at Motor City a few years ago. And, you know, we were like walking around and talking with people and asking for interviews and that kind of stuff. And her PR guy kind of pushed us away and off to the side. And so later that night, we're in the bar and we're hanging out with – I'm uh, the host of IT in the D. Yeah, no, How right? dare you? So, well, and, but, and so like we're hanging out with like Billy Zabka and Jason Momoa and a couple other guys, which great stories came out of that night. Um, but so Joy walks over and she was like, hey, she's like, you look really, really familiar. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and, you know, so I, you know, I was like, hey, can I buy you a drink? And so I, I go – it's funny. I go to the bar and I grab a couple drinks and, and like somebody starts to trip me and I start to spill one. And it was just like something with the way that I, I move my hands. She went, oh, my God. She's like, you're Echo Dave, which has been my online nickname Ooh. forever. Because um, <laughs> I used so to – Because you were clumsy well, and you were no, about to spill so, a drink on a babe? <laughs> no. she's And I was like, yeah, I am. And, no, because when – at Back, you know, back with the stash bash, um, she was sitting on this side of me, and some other people were on this side. And this super drunk dude came walking up towards the booth, and I could just tell he was going to puke. Sure, sure. Um, you know, and started doing the heave thing. I literally picked her up and moved her to the other side. Dude, she's like that big and like yeah. ninety pounds. Um, Soaking wet, and, and yeah, and and the dude puked like yeah. all over where she was sitting, and she was like, "Why didn't you say anything?" Like when you stopped by the booth earlier, I'm like, because why would I? Like that's yeah, yeah. not a card I want to play. You know, it's either you remember me or you don't, whatever. Yeah. Um, and she's Which, like, oh, who are you again, Joey? I don't, I don't yeah. know. Clear. And, yeah. Um, but yeah, so. <laughs> the blonde one? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but that was funny. So like, then we actually sat down and started talking. Like, and then I, like she's like, oh, she's like, yeah, totally. Let's sit down. Um, and like, let's so sit down like this, you know, with her in the chair next to me. And I'm just like, yeah. But also, I love you. Drea de Mateo was the only other one. Who? Uh, she Drea was in the Mateo? Su- Drea de Mateo. She was in Sons of Anarchy. She was in The Sopranos. God, I'm embarrassed um, right now because she, I've never watched Sons oh, of Anarchy. Oh. Is that one I need to watch? Uh, Sons of Anarchy and Sopranos for okay. damn sure. But yeah, I, oh. You know what? I was – again, I was just a little young for Sopranos. Yeah. I think it was on, but I was – not really still like holds up in. still good yeah so check yeah, it out absolutely uh, but yeah so I mean that's that's what we do I mean we spend a lot of time at Comic Con and that's actually you know the in fact yesterday uh, well actually this weekend well it's not a weekend now but three years ago this weekend um, or three yeah the weekend three years ago today I guess that's the right way what's to put up it. Red Bull uh, yeah <laughs> yeah live, yeah haven't even been drinking it's just Red Bull um, we uh, we had been we were maybe two months in to having a network uh, and we got our first booth at a con. Uh, Okay. At Fantastic on Mount Clemens. And we had no idea what we were doing. When when was this about? That was three years ago. Okay. Um, and like we just knew we wanted to like get out there and do more. And more to the point, like we knew we wanted to get booths at Motor City. And so it was like, all right, let's start experimenting at these other little yeah, cons sure. that are going on. 
and see what happens and what works and what doesn't uh, and had a blast. I mean, so, you know, like it's like the memories that popped up today from that weekend, you know. I, uh, what do you do at the at, at these events when you have a booth? Is a lot it, of live is it broadcasts? A, is it a podcast Detroit booth or yeah. is it an IT in the D? No, it's podcast Detroit. Okay, uh, you know I, we have the IT in the D banner there with sure. us usually, but it's it's primarily I, uh, podcast Detroit focused. We do uh, we've actually changed it. Like it used to be a lot of our own shows that came out and did live broadcasts, and that still happens. But recently we've changed that to be one of our free podcast day events. Oh sure, where if somebody is going to be at the con and they want to you know they want to try out our gear and that kind of stuff because it's essentially the same year we have in the studios, they can, you know, sign up for a spot and off they go. Which I suggest everybody, everybody does, right? So that's how I ended up. I, I was on, I was on a guest on someone's podcast and then yep. it, it came about that free podcast day was coming up and it was something that I'd for years have been like, oh, I want to do a podcast. Only, but <laughs> like, like I was just telling uh, a guest last week, it's like ideas are easy. Yep. Ideas it's all are about cheap. Execution. It's all about execution. That's where we're like, you can talk about it or you yep. can be about it. So uh, if you're interested in something like that, it's the first Saturday of every month. Yep. Uh, and all you need to do is go to the Podcast Detroit website. Yep. You sign up and, and they give you a time uh, or you actually request the time and then uh, – Yeah, you get a little confirmation back. Life's good. Yep. You know, how then many Je- people are Jessica you bring with you? Yep. sends you an email back. Who, shout out Jessica is, is one of the – is the manager here. Yep. Absolutely fantastic young lady. Uh, we'll send you an email. but get you set up and trust me when I say you will sit down and the time will fly by and next thing you know – you're going to be signing up to do your your show. It's just what it is, right? It's so much well, I mean, fun. We've tried to, you know, we've tried to build something a little different. You know, we there's a lot of places. You know, you look at like, um, well, how did this how did this come about? Uh, right? <laughs> like, let's yeah, it's like a huge mother may yeah, I yeah. step back. <laughs> uh, so Bob, uh, my business partner Bob Walton Spiel and I uh, started IT in the D, uh, the networking group. Actually, at the time it was DetroitNet, uh, the networking group back in 2001. Long, yeah, a long time. And it was, you know, basically we hated every other networking group on the planet. Sure, uh, he and I would always wind up in the back row of like Automation Alley, Digital to Detroit, those kind of things, just openly mocking. Yeah. Uh, and at the bar one <laughs> Did night- Did you ever see Mall Rats? Yeah, I saw Mall Rats. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you believe this? Yeah. Uh, and so we just said, there's got to be a better way. So we did one of those stupid free press release things. Sure. And said, hey, you know, new networking group, blah, 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 blah. You know, we're going to be at the Post Bar. Come on out. And it resonated with people. And then uh, 0- Three uh, was it? Oh three, yeah. Oh three. Look at uh, me like I have any idea. Yeah, no, I'm just I'm, I'm <laughs> trying to make sure I have it right. So oh three, um, he had his first kid. Uh, I went through a divorce, and so it kind of fell by the wayside. And in oh seven, uh, you know, he was like, we, we were just hanging out for drinks. And he was like, you know, we really ought to bring it back. Like things are starting to get weird here. We should do that. Okay, <laughs> things are starting to get weird. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, that's when the economy was starting yeah. to hit the downturn, and so we brought it back in oh seven. Uh, we started having a little bit of a, and we just did monthly networking events. It was just show up, no cover charges, no agenda, no speakers, no come your, out, hang out, yeah, your name's not, and and I hate I hate this term because it's been so overused lately. But we did, we built a safe space for geeks. Sure, um, you know, like I wanted some place to go to bitch about technology and why this web server sucks and that app server can kiss my ass and that could with people with my peers. Well, then word got out that. A network of geeks was there, and so recruiters started showing up looking to hire people. Oh, so your spot got blown up? No, which was okay. Um, you know, people are looking for gigs as long as they do it right. Uh, and then word got out that recruiters were there looking to hire people, so people started showing up looking for jobs. Well, 
in like early 09, like very early 09, uh, more than half the crowd that was there wasn't there to network. They were there to find a job because that's sure. when everything was in the crapper. So we started doing this thing called a pink slip party. The first one was May of 09. Uh, which <laughs> taking was, a negative, making a positive, hey, man. Uh, and you know, we did the first one at Blackfin and Royal Oak having no idea what to expect. Blackmailed every recruiter we knew into showing up. And so we had 42 recruiters that showed up. Channel 4 showed up and made us their breaking news story. In fact, our running joke is the only speech you've ever heard at an IT and the D event is when the Blackfin put us up on the big screen in the back room when Channel 4 was there. And Bob went, hey, look, we're on TV. <laughs> um, you know what's crazy is that you say this so, like, matter-of-factly. But, like, oh, we did this, we did that, we did this, we did that. But that doesn't – like, not everybody's mind works like that. Well, no. It's, it's go-do. I mean, that's, you know, if something's, but not everybody's mind, it's look, like I've told like that, every man. tech lead I've ever had in my life is, you know, if you've thought about it long enough to bitch to me that it's broken, sure. you've thought of at least two ways it could be better. Sure. Don't sure. come to me with answers. You know, don't come to me with problems. Come to me with answers. Sure. We'll work what, on it that saying? way. Like the first step of being good at something is sucking at it. Oh, yeah. Right. Well, I've had a, you know, I had a bajillion people over the years, you know, hey, how do I get to be a systems architect? You have to be on a lot of projects that suck. And you have to have like people with whose job titles start with C standing over your shoulder screaming sure, at you. Sure. Um, so how yeah. Do you, so how do you start a podcast? Well, you suck at it for for the first few episodes. That's, yeah. Dude, I still. But can't. not the eleventh. The eleventh yeah. is where we're Did, really going to. I still great. can't listen to our Mike, first few episodes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thanks, Paul. <laughs> yeah, you can, see, and because your boss is here, I, yeah. I agree, man. No, our, <laughs> dude, our first few episodes were horrible. Like we didn't know what the hell we were doing. Yeah. So um, do you like movies too? <laughs> yeah, sure. But yeah, so uh, so we kept doing the events and things kept growing. You know, we wound up taking over St. Andrew's Hall. We took over um, the Majestic. Uh, we had as many as 1,500 people come to our events. And again, no cover charges, no anything. It was just nuts. Uh, and that and was from nothing. You made something out of nothing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it was just yeah. us doing what we do. Well, you know, people always said, oh, you guys are funny. You should do something. And so, well, in early 2013, uh, a friend of a friend built out a studio in the Russell Industrial Center. Sure. And launched an internet radio station. And so I went on a couple of their shows talking about us and who we are and what we do and had a blast. Well, they called me up in April of that year and said, hey, one of the co-hosts called in sick. You've always been fun. You want to come hang for the night? Hell yeah, I do. That was great. They called me up in May and said, hey, our Monday night show from 9 to 11 sucks and they're bailing. You want two hours of airtime every week? Yep. <laughs> yeah, yep, I do. Sure. I uh, got something to say. <laughs> so I, I called Bob and I'm like, hey, we're starting a podcast. What's a podcast? Just we're going to go get drunk and have mics in our faces. Roll with me. Uh, so that's – and so June 3rd of 2013 was our first show. Uh, and again, we had no idea what the hell we were doing uh, and it was just – it was a blast. It was so, like Bob and I – That was only five years ago. I know. I mean that's not – that's like in, in the grand scheme of things, yeah. nothing, especially in, as an adult. Like, Oh, yeah. From from and, it, and yet it seems like forever ago. Sure, it really sure. really does. From concept to what you guys have built, I mean, shit, dude, look around you. Well, and we didn't. Know, well, and that's the thing. So like, we didn't know what we were doing, and like, and they were they were an internet radio station. They didn't do podcasting. They didn't right. do anything like that. So like, podcasting we were, wasn't really even a thing. In oh, podcast. Oh yeah, it was. Oh yeah, no, podcasts have been around since ninety seven. Um, they just weren't called podcasts until podcasts the podcasts weren't a came thing out. to me. Oh, well, there you go. How about that? No, they were, yeah, they were totally out there. Um, but so, like, I brought a thumb drive with me, and I would take the recording of our show, um, bring it home, edit it up, and I would uh, put it out on our website. Sure. Uh, and off we went. And so then, you know, we got really lucky with some of the guests that we had, and we started to blow up a little bit. And I mean, the dude, the Russell's great. Um, I mean, it's got it's grit, it's charm, it's everything. But like, 
when certain people wanted to come on our show and we had to say no um, because they come with a police detail and the entire floor smells like a Cheech and Chong set. Holy shit, yeah. It, it was time for us to move. <laughs> we have not, fortunately, we've not had to deal with that problem on the TDL podcast no. just yet. No. Uh, no police detail. No. A couple stoners for sure, <laughs> but nothing, not especially considering the current election. But anyway, right. we'll get and to that. Shit. Um, but nah, so, you know, we built out our first studio. Our, our buddy Neil uh, owns uh, Activate Gaming. Uh, he was the CTO for Corrigan and got tired of taking his guys to like Dave and Buster's and dropping three to five grand. <laughs> sure. So he built his own little private barcade. Well, he had a couple extra office suites upstairs. And we we're like, hey, can we borrow one? We want to, or can we steal one? We're going to build out a studio for our show. And he was like, yeah, sure, why not? So we built out the studio. We moved there May 6th uh, of 2015. And it was just going to be us, like our own little private man cave doing our show. That's all it was ever going to be. No, UIT guys have the coolest shit. Going. No, th- but like we didn't know anything. So like, like while, you know, we're experimenting with different mics and different boards and different, you know, different gear and all that kind of stuff, you know, to make it sound right. And it took like three weeks before sure. people were like, all right, look, we've seen the pictures. You guys have this kick-ass studio that you're using for two hours a week. Stop being jerks. Open the doors. <laughs> we want to do a podcast. Right. We got someone popping in. Yeah. So we've got, uh, you know, so I'm like, all right, cool. Seriously? So, <laughs> no, um, it's, you know, I pay an hourly fee, so he owes me about 10 bucks. Right. There you go. <laughs> uh, but no, so he, you know, so, and we're like, all right, cool. Uh, and so we, you know, we launched the network July, uh, the end of July 2015. So, like, you know, just a few months later. And a few months after that, we wound up assimilating another network uh, that was failing. Right. And so suddenly we had 15, 16 shows uh, running in the studios. Just out of, out of – Just uh, out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, and, by, and then by January of 2016, so like literally less than five months or just about five months after we launched the network, we were full. So yeah, and then next thing you know, you've got like – a source of income, and you've got like, holy shit, we have a business. Now. Uh, well, yeah, it, it wasn't a source of income. Well, you know what I'm saying, yeah. like you, you revenue will yeah. say, you know, yeah. it was something stuff was starting to click along. Yeah, out of our nowhere. whole thing was we always wanted it to just cover its own costs. Yeah, and we'd be happy. Um, so, so Jan, you know, by January we were full, and we started hunting, and we found this building uh, that had four perfect studio size rooms. And off we went. Yep, uh, we're in, we're in uh, Royal Oak. What is it? One, two, two, zero. Yep, 12, east 20, 11 east 11 mile. mile yep. uh, so, you know, four perfect studio size rooms. And in fact, we actually just started with three. Uh, what is now Studio Four. I was like, oh, there's no way we're ever going to need four studios. So like that was our office. Oh, you need it, bro. Uh, and well, it took four months and we needed Studio Four. Which is nothing. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. like you just – to me, it seems like you, it, there, you had an idea and that just – it goes to show you like, hey, if you have an idea – just do it because you oh, never yeah. know if it's going to well, click together. And just and you know and honestly and just you know just cuz the show is this Detroit life and and we did we caught a lot of shit about it when we were podcast Detroit in Ferndale and podcast Detroit No, in but Royal that's Oak. such bullshit. Like Oh, I hate it and I'll, I'll go off on that in a sec. Um but like we always we always wanted to be downtown. But right. it, it was one of those well, you, situations where it was red carpet versus red tape. Sure. Sure. You know, we had probably four different groups that swore up and down they were going to get us space downtown. Sure. Never materialized and we couldn't wait anymore. Um, so we found this place and off we went. But we always wanted to be downtown, which has led to But some, you are downtown now. Well, but it's led to some aborted attempts over the year, you sure. know, over the years. So like, you know, at f- our first one, um, our first attempt to come back downtown was in the Penobscot. Sure. Uh, and it just turned out that where we were, the people in charge weren't really who they said they were. And so that – The Penobscot doesn't strike me as a place that would fit – 
I don't know. This, well, I mean, this whole was, I mean, there's always been radio. No, there's always been radio stations. Sure, in the sure. But I'm saying yeah. like the, the the natural pirate yeah. radio of a podcast. Not really. I don't want to be in a downtown. Very like, old, stodgy, yeah, old school. Yeah, it was a little different. So yeah, that didn't work out. So then we, you know, we we moved over to uh, where we were in Southwest Detroit. Um, that Shout wound out up, Dooley's. Yeah, that wound <laughs> up just not taking off. Uh, in fact, so like you know, literally yesterday. Um, shut down that studio uh, and brought all the gear back up here to the building up front where we're building out the video studio. Yeah, well, slow down. And Dave, tell our our listeners what you are doing with that now because that is a brand new news. That just yeah, came literally, out. yeah, you know, we haven't even really announced it yet. Um, but no, so, but then, we're just breaking news left <laughs> and right here. But we bro. do have, but the, we do have, we do still have a downtown studio that we friggin' love. Uh, it's in the Detroit Shipping Company yep. uh, complex, which is um, a plaza built out of I think it's twenty one, if I recall correctly. Yep. There's shipping containers. Yep. Um, and we have a studio in there, and soundproofing a metal box was an interesting set of <laughs> sure. challenges. Takes a little bit more than a few sheets of foam. It was interesting, uh, but it's it's great. I mean, it's acoustically dead, which is awesome, and people are loving it. Uh, Just because, I mean, it's it's a great location. Well, it's Cass Corridor. It's you know, you know, it's right around the corner from. Don't you mean Midtown? It depends on who, dude. I just say downtown and people fight me, bro. Where where were you from originally? Right off the bat, East Coast. East Coast. I'm, I'm a I'm a DC Boston guy. Okay, how'd you end up here? Uh, laughably met uh, my ex wife, uh, a girl, a tale as old as time. It is, man, that's yeah. all you got to say. Yep. The things we do for love. Pulled man. me out here, yeah, on the Sci-Fi Fantasy Forum talking Star Wars, and she pulled you me out here to Michigan. Nerd, I, I love totally it. <laughs> long before it was, yeah, that was, and so I've been out here since March of '96 was when I moved out here. Well, welcome, man. Um, so yeah, I mean, shit, I've been here longer than anyone else well, now, bro. We're certainly thrilled that you made the move. Yeah, right. But, but yeah, so we, so yeah, so we, uh, the the building up front um, has. It just hasn't really been used for a while, at least not properly. Uh, and so um, we've had enough requests now where – because we do. We have video in all the studios, but we've had enough people that have said, hey, you know, yeah, I don't really want video camera in podcast studio. I want like a TV set set up, yeah. you know, well, that kind of stuff. you know what? There's, there's a podcast that I think of right off the bat that already does video, Nick Drinks. Yep. Right? Uh, that – I mean that would fit in perfectly, Right. I've got some great ideas so that I know, would love to you, do that you too. You know Nick records right over there in that studio, right? Like right now or just in yeah. general? Like the Herd podcast with Nick and Joe Foodie and those guys. Sure, sure. Right there. Right there right, in Studio right. 3. I'm trying to get him to, to come on. You know, I'm trying to <laughs> I'll, I'll nag him for that. Yeah, Nick's yeah, a good guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so and actually he's one of the guys that like he's he's one of the guys whose opinions I've solicited all along the way because, sure. I mean, he, he really does know what he's doing. And so, you know, we're building out, you know, probably three different configurations uh, for a video studio, you know, kind of like what I call the, you know, the Johnny Carson, Jimmy Kimmel look where it's, you know, the desk yeah, yeah. with the host the behind show. it sure. and then a chair and a couch. And then we'll pull out the desk and the chair and there'll be two couches and like kind of a V thing. And then, you know, a third config will be like a high top table with a bunch right. of chairs around it for that kind of well, stuff. Well, TD, sign us up, man. I, I, we're it should doing be video. cool. As soon as it's ready, if you need a hand, let us oh, know, Oh, we're man. totally going to need a lot of, yeah, we're going to do a lot of testing with it. Uh, you know, and it's, you know, I mean, it, it's cool. I mean, it's more and more people are looking to do video. It's it's a different format. And I mean, and the other the other thing is, I mean, it's it's different with... It's a true podcast. Well, it's there's a difference between a podcast that does video yep. and a and a, and something that is just designed for video. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like it's like we've always told people like video is a great plus one for your podcast. It's not an in lieu of. It's an in addition right, to. Right. Uh, because I like to say that you can get three three different pieces of content. Right. So you can get yep. the audio, you can get the video, and then you can have like 
pictures yep. or an article about it, right? Absolutely. So three pieces, four pieces out of one yep. hour. Well, yeah, because, yeah, you should have your show and it should be show notes and you should have a write-up. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, where the hell's our video, Paul? <laughs> Jeez. Don't worry about uh, it. Next time. Uh, yeah. Next time. But no, so I mean it's, you know, but like people will – because what we found is people will listen to you for, you know, a half hour, hour, two hours, no problem. Um, but they won't watch you. Yeah, well, unless like, like even Rogan. Dude, well, like I was going to bring that is, up. I watch that. At, I don't watch that at work, but I watch it. Yeah. You know well, saying? no. So like Rogan, you know, does a three, four hour show, but the video he puts out is a half hour. Yeah. Or it'll be on a different fan site. Or, yeah. Absolutely. You know, so I mean, it's, it's you know, even he knows that nobody's going to sit there and watch the entire episode. Right. Uh, right. So, I mean, you know, it, it is what it is, you know. And so like we and we used to like for IT and the D, we used to do like little vignettes um, either before or after each show talking about what we thought was coming up or how the show right. had gone and that kind of stuff. And honestly, we we just forgot to do them well, for you a know while. What? It's, it's just fun. You know what I'm saying? It like is. it's just it's 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 when you have that passion for for whatever. Like in in this case it's a it's a medium that we enjoy yeah. speaking on and so you don't really you don't feel pressured to do it and you're like, "Oh, I want to do this." Well, and that's know? and honestly that's the biggest thing. I mean, the the biggest thing with all of this is that you have to you have to have a passion for whatever your topic yeah. is. Like, you know, I did um, Startup Week Detroit uh, and did a panel uh, about podcasts. And there was a guy in the front row who was like, hey, I'm getting ready to start a podcast. How do I monetize it? And I said, okay, if that's why you're doing Step it. Step one. No, I said, if that's yeah. why you're doing it, don't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Period. End of story. You know, it's, you know, you know, my, our running joke is one out of every two Americans has listened to a podcast because one out of every two Americans has a podcast (laughs) at this point. And I mean, it's, you know, it's true. Um, but it's, you know, you, you, the signal to noise ratio is so high that you have to do something to differentiate yourself, you know, or, or you have to, but I mean, it's, you know, people, we get notes. Or if you just love, if you just love it, man, that's why this, how this got started. Like I had a small, very small radio background Mm -hmm. and I always wanted to get into it. Right. But again, like that's, that's the first thing guy says, Oh, I want to start this. I want to do this. I have an idea. It's not about the ideas. Ideas are easy. Yep. Take it's your idea and pay my mortgage. Well, you yeah, know what I'm mean, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're going to pay you an exposure. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, let's, honestly, that's, like I said, you know, so we've tried to build a platform here. You know, so like I said, you know, we went through all that experimentation in the first studio with finding the right mics and all that stuff. And now everything's identical. Like, I don't care what studio you're in or like Sounds even same. or even both sets of our remote gear. It's the same mics, same laptop, same software, same board, I, same everything. Just it just it, it being it, consistent. Because, absolutely. Sure. You know, because I, I don't want things complicated. But I mean, and that's, you know, the other part of it is we don't want people to worry about technology. Yeah. Don't. You know, the whole, you worry about your show. You come in, sit down, do your show, walk away. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what it does, man. Just, like, just walk away. Yeah. I don't, no one another? has to die. Yeah. No, sorry. It's Road a, Warrior. Your yeah. references are sick. Yeah, Road <laughs> Warrior. Sorry. <laughs> Dude, uh, what do you need a drink? No. no, you can say it. Also, you have. No, we don't. Down. Oh, no. No. <laughs> no that, that, that fell down. Oh yeah, yeah. No, Bob and I pulled out of that actually about a month ago now, and and two weeks wait, later. Wait, it so fell down before with that was the falling down beer company yep. in uh, Warren, if I'm not mistaken, and Oxford. Yep. Yeah. So uh, I actually have a funny story about that. I, I was telling you, and I was telling Paul earlier. I took a. Um, uh, I got to be careful. It depends on what. I took a girl on a date there mm-hmm. <laughs> years and years ago, and is where I downloaded the. Uh, it, nothing worked out from that or whatever, but yeah. I, that's where I downloaded the. Uh, what was it oh, called? Untapped? untapped? The yeah. Untapped app. But I had like an iPhone 4, so I was just like, fuck this. But, right. But that bar always, like, it's it has a yeah. place in my memory for that reason. Well, and- 
<laughs> Are you awesome. well, kidding me? Well, and we've you know, and we knew. Oh my god! Welcome back. You've been here two weeks, <laughs> right? You're kidding me. You're coughing last week. This <laughs> yeah. week you got alarms going off. Yeah. Holy you know, we knew shit. the brewer forever. Like we had our, we had one of our IT and the D networking events there. The literally the day they got their certificate of occupancy, um, and so it made sense for us to dive in. And it was just one of those situations where the more the deeper we dove in, <laughs> the more we found that we didn't like, and and so we had to pull back. Yeah, and, and it is what it, I mean. That's that's business one hundred and one. I mean, it's sure. the nice thing. Like we. Tr- <laughs> Somebody called us an expert once and we laughed at them and it was like, no, we've just screwed up every way you can no, screw up. You know up. what it seems like? It seems like you're not afraid to take a chance on something no. that you enjoy. If you're going to fail, then, fail fast. Yeah. Well, and fail on something that you enjoy, I yeah. guess, you know? You know, because I mean, that's that's the whole thing. I mean, you're going to fail 99 times. Sure. You know, it's it's almost the, uh, it, again, uh, movie, but, you know, Victimone uh, from Fast Times at Ridgemont High. So I was going to say Victimone from Money Talks. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, 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 you put the uh, Demone, you know, you put the vibe out to a thousand girls and, you know, one of them's bound to say yeah. Just a numbers game, right? That's right. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's the whole thing. Um, just, know, like, just like business is complicated, so are women. There's my, yeah. you know. <laughs> well, so like, you know, like our website, we have a whole, we have a bunch of different, you know, IT and the D, we have a bunch of different, uh, different blog entries and categories, you know, everything from don't be that guy, which is kind of the rise to or the start of our rise to infamy to the dating corollary because sure. like, people don't realize that dating relationships, job hunt, job search, career life have so much in common. It's not even funny. Yeah, well, I say that there's three things you can either – you need to be improving in two out of the three areas yeah. of your life, right? So it's like work, physical, or relationship. Yeah. Like, like if you're – if I'm progressing in two out of the three of those areas, yeah, I'm doing then, good. I'm, then I'm fucking doing yeah. – I'm dominating, bro. <laughs> but uh, – yeah, man. I, I, you know, I really appreciate this. And would you do me a favor? Sure. Take a look at the This Detroit Life website. Totally. The Facebook, the Instagram, the Twitter, all that stuff. Give me some feedback. Man, Absolutely. Because like this has been, uh, I see where you were way, way back in the one yeah. and now where you're at. And it's like, holy shit, man. Like it, it, this, for me, it's been about a year from concept yep. and to, to having everything up and kind of running and, and kind of on a schedule here, right? Still a lot of kinks I need to worry about, but it's just me doing this. Yeah. Right? So uh, if you just take a look at it, let me know. Like, totally. Give me some feedback. Always happy like, to get what feedback. What my next move's gonna be? Um, again, if and I know that alarm means that we need to kind of start to wrap yeah. things up. Uh, for, actually, I, I need to mention this. I love your jersey that you're wearing. Oh, nice! It's yeah, a my Goondock Dude, Pirates hockey geeky, jersey. I, geeky I'm a hockey jerseys guy. is my favorite thing ever. Like, I think I have about I don't know shit, fourteen, fifteen other. Did you ever jerseys. see the movie Slapshot? Dude, come on. No, I don't know. I'm a hockey guy. So I've, Seriously? Got, I've got an Oglethorpe jersey. Wait for it. Ogie and Oglethorpe. Ogie Ogle, yeah, Oglethorpe. <laughs> who own the Chiefs? Who owns? owns, <laughs> owns my fucking owns. allergy to the fans. <laughs> fucking Chrysler plant. Here I come. He was a furious so, masturbator. Uh, yeah, oh, Used to get penalties just to hide himself in the box. <laughs> what was his name? <laughs> oh, my God, dude. One of my favorite. I'm, I'm a hockey coach on the side, right? Okay. So, so uh, I played forever. Oh, dude. Um, I played goal. That's actually, I wear these. Do you, do you I still play skate? Goalie. Yeah. Monday nights in Fraser. I've got a little drop in if you want to come. Great. Okay. I live for in you. Clinton. So the Fraser Ice right now? Yeah. I, yeah dude, yeah. I live at 15 and Kelly. Dude, done. <laughs> done. Come out. It's, it's actually a great one. We slug beers and just kind of hang out. Uh, but so uh, if we're talking jerseys real quick, I know, I know. Uh, Ogie Oglethorpe. Yeah. I've got a Hanrahan jersey. Nice. The goalie. I've got a See, chart. And that movie like destroys a Christmas story if you pay attention. What? Slapshot? Yeah. Because the mom, me. I've actually never seen Christmas Story all the way through. Get out! Yeah, because the no, mom, fuck, what? <laughs> the mom is uh, Hanrahan's wife. Really? Yeah. 
Okay. And so that whole thing with Paul Newman, you go, Henry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Suzanne, suck, mm, yeah. that is, you're like, oh my God, that's the Christmas story, Mom. Stop that. I'm standing down. <laughs> really great. Yeah, dude. Uh, but so I've got, a, I've actually got a Charlie Conway Team nice. USA jersey. It's got Hendrix right here from D2. Nice. nice. I've got a, uh, I do, I collect jerseys. Like, oh, me too. Jerseys. And my uh, my favorite one right now, it's uh, if you if you've seen Mighty Ducks too, obviously. Oh yeah. The first scene, Gordon Bombay is wearing a Waves jersey. Yeah. yeah. I ordered that one straight out of China, man. The colors nice. are a little off, but yeah. I've got the the Minneapolis Waves. Sure, and, sure, sure. No, all in. I've probably got close to about a hundred jerseys. We got to do jersey talk um, sometime. I've man. got one from. Almost every NHL team, there are some that I haven't like. I don't care about the Atlanta Thrashers. I'm sorry, I don't. What are you talking, um, dude? But Ilya Kovalchuk but, played there. But I have Vander an Kane played there. I have an Atlanta Flames jersey. That's uh, see, and I've got That's you know, dope. I've got the old you know, so I, like all the old stuff I've got. Like I've got you know the old Capitals jerseys and the old sure. all that kind got of a, stuff. I've got two KHL jerseys. Not got a few. Well, so I used to run uh, Sergey Fedorov's website. Um, okay, does he get retired? Does his number get retired? It or should, not? but it no, won't. No, no, it shouldn't. <laughs> show me up. Really, show me a player who did more numbers wise. Okay, than him. I'm, and I'm going to agree with you on if it's based purely on stats. Yes, he's in the Hall of Fame. Uh-huh. First ballot, no question. Yep. I don't. I think this is. I know people are going to rag me, but so I think there are two tiers to right. uh, to getting your jersey retired. So you have to be in the upper echelon, right? So you're Steve Eisermans, you're yep. Gordy Howe, you're Nick Lidstrom. I you could even make an argument that maybe Nick Lidstrom doesn't make it. Like one generational player, Steve Eiserman. That's it, right? Give it to Nick Lidstrom. I think Sergei Fedorov is at the very, very top of that tier two, but his off ice, uh, putting the t- putting himself and money above the Red Wings organization. Really? When, when did he do that? Uh, when he went to Anaheim for we we offered him four years at forty million, and Anaheim offered him five at fifty, which I'm pretty sure the Wings would have done. He just wanted to go be the guy and be close to Anna Kornikova because he was married for a very short time. Anyway, they were good, no, dude. I, no, I, they were married, bro. Yeah, no, I know, but not by then. What, well, what do you mean? Tell dude, me. I, no. no, no, that's that's an well, offer. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. So <laughs> no, because like like every, like everybody, you know, everybody wants to rag on him about uh, the Carolina thing, dude. It's not his fault that Carmonos made the offer. It's not, um, you know, and the like the you know the, the oh yeah, you know, would have been five and fifty. Well, that's what we went to Anaheim, Anaheim for, and he ended up. I think he just wanted to be the guy, and he wanted to be in California, right? Like Detroit, especially at that time. Like, uh, yes and no. I mean, so the there was there was a there was a lot of shit. I'm sure. Going yeah, on at that point. I'm sure you know, there was right, and it, you know, and I do. Like I, it, it, I, I, I'm realistic about it, and I get it. But I mean, dude, he's <laughs> you know, if, if it if not for him, then there's not a night in my life where my happy little geek ass is standing up on stage with the band Bush at the night at Wavy <laughs> Night Stole Christmas, uh, tossing T-shirts out to. Screaming girls flashing sure. to give me to throw t-shirts just, at them. You are in love so, with So, yeah, that. no, he's my man. He's That's Dude, my boy. So here's the thing. Fedorov, Hall of Fame player, no doubt. Yep. I just think – I just don't think it, it hits that Iserman level. Like, who is he better than that's had his number retired off ice and on ice? I, I just I, – but I also don't think Zetterberg gets it. I don't think Datsuk gets it. No, Zetterberg can't. Datsuk no, can't. That's what I'm saying. That's why it's like I think uh, Fedorov is at top of that tier two. And I would even say if he came back to Detroit, if he was like – so in a Detroit is a city that does not value money over team, and we are not a and especially True. In a, especially in a sport like hockey that absolutely does not value money over team. Right? right. So it's not it's not the NBA, it's not MLB. Right. It's it's a completely different culture. I think that's where he messed up. I think if he was more uh, not visualized, if he was if he was in the city of Detroit more often, 
if he was like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like today? Well, just, yeah, just in general. Like Dude, he's in Russia managing the KHL. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> SKA St. Peter's. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like you don't just get your jersey retired. Like, come be more seen around the city. Come to these events. He does. Like, Dude, he's back You know, when they do the New Year's Day games and that kind of – they do the alumni stuff. He's around every now. I, I, I think he's here more than you think he is. Maybe he is. Maybe yeah. he is. But he ain't fucking calling me on my side. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but no, I mean he's – He was one of the first Red Wings I met too. He's, out in Sterling Heights. True story. The dude's a fucking monster. He's like 6'3". He's a tall boy. He was boy, huge yeah. as shit. That's what I'm saying. I'm sorry, and and uh, the, the funniest thing about getting to know him was his little brother because, I mean, seriously, who names their kid? Fedor. Fedor Fedorov. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that was just cool. It's like John Johnson. Like John Johnson. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> John Johnson, yeah. Dude, there's a... Uh, Tom Tuttle from Tacoma. So I didn't know you were a hockey guy, man. So oh, yeah. I went to uh, the Freep Film Festival last year, the premiere of the Russian Five, Five movie. Yep. Holy shit. Uh, oh, yeah. Konstantinov sat like two rows in front of me. Just uh, shout out Vladimir Konstantinov, yeah. man. Dude. But so, I mean, you Man. look. So you look at. So I mean, you want to talk about the off ice stuff. So, dude, he was one of the first guys that defected, you one know, of, and yeah. and paved yeah. the way. You know, yeah. he's you know, show me, no. show me another player who's had their has had their number retired that played both offense and defense. Show me a guy that had the Selkie Trophy and the Hart Trophy. I didn't know. They, show I me didn't another guy. He had the Selkie. Uh, show me. So, like I said, I mean, it's. Did he have like, his, well, that's defensive forward, right? Oh, yeah. He won that? Yeah. Paul, Google that. I don't believe it. <laughs> if you don't mind, Google that. I don't think he got the Selkie. Look up Sergey Fedorov Selkie. I, I, I know how to Google. <laughs> yeah. But no, I mean, you know, God, I mean, uh, uh, why? Uh, Bowman had him playing defense which, for a while. Yeah, which I remember there was a huge thing. Like his whole family was like, what are you doing? But at the same time, uh, you know, Scotty Bowman. You know what I'm saying? You, like, yeah, you let they, Scotty what do say, what Scotty does. 364 days a year, I hated that man. But on the last day of the year, I yep. picked up my Stanley Cup ring. Yep. Man, what do you think of the Wings now? Struggling. I, you know, honestly, I have not watched a single full game since the last So lockout. we are, uh, we That's are how in long third to last place. No surprise. But we've played like 14 games, and the team below us has only played 12. It's like Detroit, Florida, and then someone else. So we are... It's well, tough, dude, look man. at the you know look at all the they're changing the color of the seats at the arena so they because put, they nobody put, goes, dude. So they put uh, he didn't have Seriously. the selkie. That's he had, rough. He didn't um, have the selkie. He had the heart trophy. He didn't have a Conn Smythe either. The 93-94 season and 95-96 season, Sergey Fedorov not, not had once. the Selkie. Oh, but twice. Smythe. Not once. But oh, <laughs> shit. I didn't know that, man. Yeah. I didn't know that. So, I, well, it has not yet I changed said, my ran, Come ran, back and apologize. Ran, ran the boys' website. Fedorov, <laughs> yeah. Fedorov come He's back like, and apologize I'm to I'm all right with the wings being absolutely atrocious right now. And the reason why is because for so many years, yeah. we just made the playoffs. And everyone was oh, like, it was all about oh, the streak. All well, about the streak. Well, at least we made the well, playoffs. Well, dude, with hockey, again. you well, make if you make it, if you make the playoffs, you have a chance. You have a chance. I mean, the the, the Edmonton Oilers came in an, as an eight seed and got into the finals. But they so kept getting that. annihilated every year in the first sure. round. First sure. round. Sure. And, okay. And that's the we thing. We shouldn't be that bad right now, though. Even us fans got complacent. Like, oh well, we did it. That's okay. 2008 was the last time we won. I think a season like what we're A season like what we're in right now is highly necessary to get hungry again. Sure. But we shouldn't be that bad. We've got studs on our team. Yeah. Like, uh, well, at least, it, and even our, like, Athanasayu is fast as shit. Even Darren Helm, he's old, but he's still fast as shit. Yeah. Dylan Larkin, Anthony Manthan, he needs to be, he should be a top 10 goal scorer. Uh, Mike Green's not bad. Jimmy Howard's great. Like, we have even yeah. our backup, Jonathan Bernier. Like, I can go on and on with the runnings, but the point of the matter is, <coughs> is Steve Eiserman coming back next, next season? Good effing even, question. Yeah. God, I hope so. So I think he like, is. That would that would actually make me interested again. I, I think he is. I think 
Blashill, I think he's gone after this year. I believe that the head coaching position will go to Dan Bilesma, huh? who was the former uh, Pittsburgh Penguins Pittsburgh coach. Penguins, yeah. Then he went to the Buffalo Sabres. Yep. Jack Eichel pushed his ass out. Yep. Uh, if not, did you see Joel Quenville from the Blackhawks just got fired like yesterday? See, my problem with the NHL, and it's almost like the NHL and the NFL have the same problem. It's like the same eight coaches keep getting recycled until like they die or retire. Sure. And Barry Trotz, yeah, the, Quenville, Mike Yo, Bowman. You know, it's, you know, yeah. you look at. Did the Wings don't need the Wings need new life, new blood, new anything if they're going to do it? Because like I said, like I said, I I seriously have not watched a full game since the last lockout. I would love Joel Quenville. Um, I I, I, I don't Stanley Cup winner coaching like these young kids like we yeah. got because Blanchel's still he's on the younger end and he was coaching a lot of these guys on the Griffins. the Griffins, yeah, yeah. So I think if you bring in Joel Quenville just to like. That, Kick that people would in the be, ass. Yeah, and be like, dude, I how many cups did he won three cups? At least. Fuck you. How many of you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you do things my way or the highway right yeah. now. Which is, which is too yeah, bad. what they need. We'll see. We got two uh Yeah, I know, Paul. I know you got a, you got another baby shower you gotta go to? <laughs> uh no, I just gotta go do some stuff. Do some stuff. I gotta do some things with some stuff too. All right, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna wrap it up here, man. So you gotta go see that movie with the car and the dog that explodes. Yeah, that's that's is there nice a movie show. about the car and the dog that explodes? <laughs> yeah, who knows? You see any good movies lately? Uh, no. I saw. I went and saw Kin not too long ago. I guess that's still I don't do the theaters. last couple months. What was that one about uh, Neil Armstrong, First Man, or something like that? I is it out yet? Yeah, it was really good. Uh, I'll have to go see that. It, 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 it takes a Star a Wars job. movie to get me to a movie theater. Yo, like, I, I, watch... I don't mind movie theaters, but I hate people. That's yeah, fine. I hear you. So, you I hear you. Plus, it's so damn expensive to get out there. Like, that's no joke. Like, you can't, you buy a ticket and a popcorn and a soda, and it's, it's like. Here's a 50. Yeah. yeah. Done, <laughs> done, dude. But you know, I just watched Teen Wolf the other night for the first time in a long time. Nice. You know, I know we were quoting lines yeah. from that earlier. Dude, uh, Dave, you know, I, I appreciate you coming in, man. Will of you Will you come back sometime? Absolutely. Please take a look at, at the site. Give me some feedback. Will man. do. Like, you're kind of, th- what do they call you around here? The pod father? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you knew that or not, but that's what they call you. We will make you a sound mix you can't refuse. Yeah, I don't right? know. No. <laughs> help me to help you. You know what I'm saying? Like, throw me some, throw me some tips. Awesome. Critique totally the stuff. Well. And well, and we don't, we don't dive in unless people ask us to. Just because yeah. I mean, that's not us. We don't, you know. I'm like, hey, you know, I was listening to your show. No, yeah. but if people ask us to, we'll go look. Well, I think we're, you know, TDL. Didn't start as a podcast. This is just one mm-hmm. arm of it, right? So well, it's I, like us. Neither that was. Eh, we didn't yeah. know what the hell. We didn't plan on it. Just kind of happened. All right, and that's what makes us laugh, dude. <laughs> All these years, you know, over a decade of you know running these networking events, helping almost three thousand people find new jobs. Um, you know, speaking at shifting gears, you know, doing the TEDx talks, yeah, you had all TEDx that kind of talk. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did TEDx Detroit a couple months or a month ago. Um, all that shit, and it's our stupid get drunk and put mics in our faces. Yeah, like, that's what made us blow up. Yeah, yeah, cool, whatever. Dave, thank you so much for coming <laughs> through, man. Like, Always be in touch, man. Come back soon. Will do. All right, homie. Thank you. Thank you.